Have you ever wondered why some entrepreneurs seemingly catapult to the top in a short period of time, while others take years or even give up on their dreams? The fastest path to success is positioning yourself as an authority. Follow me on my journey to build my online dream business as I interview successful entrepreneurs, uncover marketing strategies to grow your business, and help position you as the authority. I'm Steph Shinneberry, and this is The Authority Marketing Edge. Welcome to Authority Marketing Edge with Steph Shinneberry. Today, I'll be interviewing Mario Pai. Mario was my second interview of my podcast, so be sure and go back and check out episode two. Mario has been in high ticket sales for the last eight years and has done tens of millions of dollars in revenue for the companies he's worked for. He left his corporate career last year and has gone on to do six figures in the last month working from home. And now he helps industry experts create, launch, sell, and deliver their first high ticket offer. Welcome back, Mario. What's up, Steph? How are you? How's it going? Good, good. Awesome. So good to have you back. Yeah, this is awesome. This is great to be back. All right. So would you share a little bit of your background of how you got into the online space, how you were able to, to leave that corporate world and go on to do, like, to go on to do six figures in your first year is pretty freaking amazing. I mean, I think it is. I think it's very amazing. So yeah, I think we'd love to hear how you did that. Yeah. So um, when I left my corporate job, I had a really safe and secure position as a mortgage banker uh, at a, at a bank that was doing multiple billions a year in business. Um, So it was a nice six figure. I was already at a six figure paycheck. Right. So to go into this space without knowing anything about online marketing, without knowing anything about funnels, or e-commerce or any of this stuff um, was a kind of a terrifying experience because my standard of living was pretty high. And basically income in this space is like non-existent until you have some success. Uh, And there's people that do this stuff for years and years and decades and don't see any success. Uh, So there was definitely fear there, but I was so sick of that corporate culture and just being a number And, you know, pitching products that I was not proud of, that I couldn't, you know, ethically feel good about when I got home. Um, And just that that whole high pressure corporate environment of like you could lose your job any day. You know, they weren't going to fire us, but we definitely felt the fear uh, of it sometimes just because of the way that industry works. Um, So when I left, it was it was really kind of a panic of like, okay, I know what I want to do. I know what I want to sell. I I knew I wanted to get into the online education space because I felt like I had a lot of knowledge from the industry to share with people. Um, But I didn't know how to go about selling it online. I didn't know how to build funnels or any of the stuff. So the first opportunity I got was I saw a YouTube video with Russell and ClickFunnels back in like mid January of 2019. And I was just like, Oh my God, this is like exactly how I could do it. I could totally just build a course, film some videos, build, build a course and then sell it through a funnel and learn ads and all this stuff. And I had this grand plan in my head. Um, and I went and I flew to Miami to buy ClickFunnels because I thought you had to buy it at the event and I didn't realize you could buy it <laughs> online. So I spent like two grand just to go to Miami. That's spent awesome. like another, yeah, spent another like six grand there buying like ClickFunnels and some other products that they were selling. It was a pitch fest for like three days. 
and I spent all this money. I spent like eight grand by the time I got back. Um, and I got back in like the beginning of February and I like basically made a decision in my head. I was like, I'm going to leave sometime this quarter. Like I'm not going to go through March without leaving this job, uh, without, you know, leaving here. Mm-hmm. And the, the one funnel away started on February 24th, which is actually, um, just a few days from this interview, uh, is going to be the anniversary of that challenge starting. And by the end of that first week, it was March 1st and it was a Friday. I didn't even go to work that day. I was like, I'm done. So I was going to give myself until the end of March to like leave, but I was like, this is going to take an immense amount of work for me to do. And I, there's no way I'm going to be able to do it if I'm working in, in like a, a full-time job, Right. which it was more than a full-time job. If you're a commissioned, you know, loan officer, you don't work 40 hours. You work like close to 60 or 70. It's like 10 hour, 10 to 12 hour days every day. Wow. Um, so it was intense. And I was like, I'm not going to be able to make this work if I'm working 10, 12 hour days at the bank every day. This isn't something I can do as a part-time income. So I didn't even show up to the bank that day, sent an email saying, hey, I'm done. I'm going to come pick up my stuff tomorrow on Saturday. Uh, you know, have a good one. <laughs> and that was, that was basically it. It was just like no two weeks notice. There's We're commissioned salespeople. So there's like yeah. no, you know, no, we don't give notice. There's nobody yeah. to take our job. They just plug yeah. in the next guy. Right, right. <laughs> Um, and, and yeah, that, that following Monday, it was like, I was just left to my own devices and I had this, you know, this, this challenge that I was a part of this 30 day challenge. And I did the challenge for like 16 hours a day, every day for that first month. And, uh, didn't know how to make a penny online. Hadn't made a penny until about March 26th. So I had bills due April 1st. It's the 26th of the month. And I have this funnel that I'm not sending any traffic to. I have an offer that I don't know if it's going to sell or not. I have this grand idea of what I want to happen. Um, and 25 days in, no money. And I just left my income. And I had bills due in, in like less than a week. And on the 26th day, I made a post. I was like, hey, guys, here's my thing. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you want to buy it or if you think this is valuable to you. And then I saw that first sale come in. That's awesome. And it was, like, it was 500 bucks because I, I also didn't understand, understand like a value ladder or all this stuff that comes when right. you learn online marketing. Uh, my first offer was a $500 product, which they say don't do. And I was like, screw it. Here you go. 500 bucks. Um, that first sale came in and then the next one, a few hours later, and then the next one, and I had made 1500 bucks that first day. And I was like, Oh my God. And like the next day, another two sales. And the next day after that, another three sales and people started buying this offer. And by the end of the next 30 days, 37 days to be exact, I had made uh, a little over $10,000. It was like about 10,500 bucks, uh, by the end of that 30 days. Um, that, can I, inter- can I interrupt you for just yeah. a second? I want to, I want the story to keep going. Cause this is like, well, this is incredible. Um, but, <laughs> so my, was that all through like a funnel? Like that, did you, how were you getting people to your funnel? Were you running ads no, organic traffic. I, it was a hundred percent organic. Yeah. It was just the people that were in the OFA that were following my journey. Mm-hmm. Cause I published every day. The, the, one of the first things they teach you in the OFA in the one funnel away challenge was publish every day. If you publish every day for an entire year, your life will not look the same at the end of the year. You won't believe how far you've right. gone. You've heard so that. I was like, I'm just going to share what I'm struggling with every day. I'm going to share any successes I've had. I'm going to ask the questions I need to ask. And I, I basically worked at the challenge 16 hours a day. I worked more than two, like basically two full-time jobs. It was 16 to 20 hours a day, every day. Wow. Like a maniac, like an obsessed 
maniac um, because I knew that to make something that I had never had an experience in before work, I would need to work at an insane pace just to catch up to everybody else who was already doing this for years. I was like, I got to make up for years of lost time and like just dominate. So I just became omnipresent. I was in every group asking every possible question I could ask, uh, putting my stuff out there, asking for reviews and, 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 and you know, feedback on how to change it and fix it. Um, so by the time I made the offer, my friends list had grown like by several thousand people in that month because I was just everywhere all the time, you know, um, and uh, hundreds of people had already seen what I was working on. So they already knew the story because I posted my copy for like feedback, be like, Hey, I'm trying to write my origin story. Here's what I got so far. What do you guys think? You know, I posted my e-covers and asked for feedback. Like I posted everything as the funnel was being built. So they'd already seen the funnel hundreds of times by the time that I made the offer. Right. I didn't know that's what I was doing. I was just like, I need help. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. So I would post it everywhere. And by the time I made the offer, I didn't even know that anyone was paying attention or that I had my ideal audience. I was just like, Hey guys, the funnel's ready to go. Uh, Let me know what you think. Um, and if you're interested in it, you know, there's, it works. I tested it you can buy and the order started coming in like every day and it was insane. Um, but yeah, it was just like constant publishing every single day and working like a maniac, which is not why most people leave their jobs. Right. Most people leave their jobs because they want to work less. Yeah. And then you realize you actually have to work more because there's nobody else running the operations of your business other than you, like they do at a company. Like you don't realize how much work there is until you are everything and everyone in the business. Right. You know, then you realize, oh, I got to work like five full-time jobs after giving up my one full-time job. <laughs> this, is, this is the not so beautiful side of, of the home business that everybody does. Yeah. They, don't, they think about the glamour of it. <laughs> not, yeah. Not the, uh, the, not so much the behind the scenes, you know. Right, right. So. Like, like seeing a 2000 or 3000 or $5,000 transaction come in is cool. But when you add up how much time you've put into it, you realize sometimes you're working for less than minimum wage. Right. But when you're working your own business, because right. there's so much effort at the beginning, it's, it's like yeah. a, it's like a rocket ship trying to leave the atmosphere. You overcoming there, inertia. Yeah. It's just like a, a rocket ship will spend 90% of its fuel mm-hmm. just leaving the atmosphere. Once it's in space, it's only got 10% of its fuel left. But the amount of energy it takes to just leave the atmosphere, to just break through, is so immense. It's the same thing in business. It's like the amount of energy to just get that first win or that first $10,000 a month is so insane and intense that if you don't have somebody helping you to get there, you won't get there. There, People have been trying to do it for decades without help, and they're still struggling. I agree. You know? (laughs) Definitely. That is so cool. So what was your, do you mind if I ask, do you mind sharing what your course was that you, your first thing that you sold for $500 that started bringing yeah. sales? It was yeah, called crazy. The Rogue Banker. What is um, it? The, the Rogue Banker. It's not even available anymore. Okay. Uh, I took it down after a while because I realized I'm doing financial education and I don't want to go to jail. Uh, uh, it's, it's such a regulated industry that like you okay. can't really do okay. mortgage yeah. education. Yeah. Um, but it was, uh, it was basically helping people learn how to pay off their home in under 10 years and shave off like 85% of the interest they would pay on the mortgage. Wow. Um, all without changing their current lifestyle, their current income, or, or reducing their expenses. It's like, if everything stayed the same as it is right now, pay off your house under t- in under 10 years without changing a thing about your life. Um, <laughs> we have to talk to you on the side about that later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's... 
it's been, a, I've taught a few people, like there's of the 20 people that ended up buying that course, which was like 10K, um, one of them, it's crazy. When you charge that little for something so valuable, the other people who teach that charge anywhere between $4,000 and $20,000 to teach wow. that. And I was teaching it for 500 bucks. So of the 20 people that bought, three actually watched all the videos and one implemented and messaged me and saying, and said to me that he's going to pay off his house in a year and a half. He was like, oh, I just did the math. I'm going to have my house paid off in the next year and a half. He's like, I don't know what to do with the rest of the money. I was oh like, gosh, I don't know, whatever you want, man. It's up to you. You're going to have people trying to get a hold of you to, to share this with them. <laughs> maybe, maybe. But uh, yeah, but yeah, it was, I, I realized that I probably could have charged way more for it. Um, but I didn't know what I was doing. So I was like, 500 bucks, yeah. whatever. I'm way undercutting the market, which right. you should never do, by the way. Right. But okay. I totally did. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's your first, I mean, it was all a learning. My first offer, right. Yeah, it's your first offer. It's like, I'm not going to be the, that guy who launches a $5,000 product this yeah, first thing. <laughs> right. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, oh, uh, very cool. So, I think you talked a little bit about this, but out of all of that, what were, what would you say like your biggest challenge was? Just not actually having the experience? Uh, my, my biggest challenge when I first started in this yeah. place? Yeah. Uh, honestly, I think my biggest challenge was also my greatest strength. And that was not knowing anything about online marketing before I started. So I had no idea. I had no pre-frame right. to judge anything on. Right. So like anything everybody told me, I figured they were all much more knowledgeable than me. And I just implemented. So when people gave me feedback about the copy, I was like, okay, changed it. If people told me the e-cover looked bad or it needed to change it to this, I was like, you probably know more than me. So yeah. That's awesome. I just took feedback um, without really arguing it because I realized these people were probably like my target market is like adults who have homes. These people also all have homes and they look like adults. So I'm just going to listen to them because they're going to tell me what they would be convinced with for them to buy, you know, um, and I just listened to the market. And uh, so my biggest challenge was not knowing anything, but it also ended up being my biggest strength because I learned everything from just a purely beginner's mindset. Right. More open-minded probably. Right. I didn't have any room to judge anything yet. I didn't disagree or argue with anything. I just took it like it was the word of God. And it was like, this is it. Whatever they say, whatever Russell says, it's, it's scripture, you know? Well, that's pretty much the truth though. (laughs) It's pretty much, it pretty much is like people, people try to, you know, discredit it or like say like, no, that's not how you do it. You do it this way. I'm like, everybody has a million roads to get to, to get to Los Angeles, you know, right. he has one, somebody else has a different one. I'm just going to follow one path, follow one uh, course until success. You know what that spells? Focus. Yeah. <laughs> follow one course. Oh, until Oh yeah. I think I have, I think I have seen that somewhere. Yeah. I love that. So that that, that's why I'm like, just pick one person to follow and just do everything right. that they say. If you try right. to pluck without knowing what's right and what's wrong, if you're a beginner and you're trying to like decide what's valuable and what's not, you're already going to lose right? because you have no idea what you're doing. So how can you judge whether something's valuable or not? You know, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's good advice for sure. I, and yeah, I know so just uh, blind trust at the beginning. It's, yeah. it's bad advice, but it's also good advice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I see the, I see the point in it. Yeah. Um, so tell us uh, what is, would you say the big goal, the big goal you hit was hitting that first 10 K a month? Did you just feel like, Oh my God, I can, this is going to happen. I can do this. Yeah. Would yeah that be, it was like, like the that first one was 
was the game changer for me because a month after I hit the first 10K, I hit my first 10K day. A month after the 10K month was wow. my first 10K day. And then I, since then, I've gone on to have 20K days, 30, 30K days. Uh, it's It's been a little insane, but it's that first marker that once you have that and once you have the belief that you can do it, you become uninhibited in the space. Right. You, you, like, you could just do anything. Like, and the thing with success is it compounds upon itself. Just like failure compounds upon itself, like, if you pr- if you put off something today to do tomorrow, you'll probably put off more things to do in the future. I agree. And 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 then your life just becomes like your success just goes farther and farther and farther away. Whereas if you implement immediately, like good example today, we were on uh, our morning huddle call with my team for this program that you're in, um, and we were talking about things we needed to set up. And they're like, hey, Mario, can you get this done by, you know, by the end of the week or whatever? Like, it was just a couple simple things, like set up a group chat for all the coaches, set up a payment gateway for PayPal, credit for those who need to use credit to, to buy the thing or need to apply for credit to buy the, buy the coaching program. Uh, and they're like, do it by the end of the week. I'm like, I'll do it by the end of this call. And I just went in while they were having their conversations. I just went in and did both things. And I was like, done and done. They're like, wow, that's a, yeah. you, you didn't have to do that quickly. I'm like, I need this off my plate so I can focus on other things the rest of the day. Close that loop. Just close as many loops right. as you can. So um, for those of you who are listening and don't know what loops are, when you open a loop, it's like when you open a task, a thing to do, a conversation that you need to finish, anything that is left unresolved. Closing loops is, I like to do this at the end of every day. It's like, I don't like to go into the next day with open loops, with, with things that have not yet been resolved. So I'll go through and finish all the messenger conversations I was having. I'll finish off any tasks that I need, needed to complete before I go to sleep so I can actually rest. That's actually great advice. And not think about things. Right. Um, and not wake up with anxiety being like, oh, I have so many undone things. Right. But uh, that's been like super key to like any success I've had is just just getting things done as often as I possibly can. Getting as many needle moving things, things that are actually move you closer to your goal, uh, done in a day as possible. And if it's just one thing, if it's one thing that moves the needle and nine things that don't, I'm going to do that one thing. And that's it. I don't care about the nine things. I will let things like I will let tasks die before I do them. If they're going to distract me from, from the things that, uh, that actually help me have more impact, get more customers, make more money, serve right. more people you know, my, my values basically, if it doesn't align with those, I don't do it. That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. That's great advice. Yeah. I love it. So, um, you're pretty, you're pretty creative guy. I know that we talked a little bit, you've got a, you have like an art background or a graphic yeah. arts background. Yeah. So do you have any kind of like special creative, like brainstorming process or to come up with, you know, new ideas? Um, Honestly, at the at the beginning, it was a very organic type of process where it was like, just sit down and create. Uh, but I realized that consistent, consi- uh, consistency comes with frameworks um, and having a system to follow so that you can be creative in the variables of that. You know, right. so like there's people who try to create everything from scratch and that makes you an artist, but also very ineffective with the work that you produce. It's not consistent. The quality is never the same. You know, it's like artistry with limits is where you can actually really succeed. Those who can produce at a crazy pace and make a 
ton more money than those who are just creative all the time. Right. You know? So having a system to plug that artistry into, like a framework where you can be creative, like you can be creative with your copy, as creative yeah. as you want to be. Copywriting is a very creative art, but having a system to follow. Yeah. Not making up a new system every day. Right. Yeah. Right. You can create, you can crank out copy like 10 posts a day, every day, if you have a process to follow. Um, so I think, you know, as, as somebody who's creative, learning about frameworks blew my mind. I was like, wait, I can just have a, a, a process to take my creativity through where I can still be creative in the variables, but there's a structure to the variables. It's controlled chaos, you know, uh, because art is very chaotic. Like, yeah. you don't know what the hell is going to come yeah, out. Yeah, you don't know what's going to come out. I'm, I'm actually an artist as well, so. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, um, yeah, I uh, I lost my train of thought. It's all good. It yeah. happens to all of us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, well. I, I had another question, but that's, that's good. Um, so <laughs> how or when and how did your, like, vision change from, you know, doing the you know, the banking uh, mm -hmm. type thing to, to kind of the space that you're in now, what the kind coaching of space? You, yeah. Um, honestly, it was a, it was a lot of just realizing that people weren't taking this thing as seriously and obsessively as I was. And without really knowing what I was doing, I was becoming an authority in the space because I was learning it like a beginner. I was just a sponge and I just absorbed everything. And eventually I learned how to filter things out. I learned how to decipher, you know, what was valuable, what was not valuable um, and started to see, you know, when you go really deep into something, you can kind of see like the, the strategy and the layouts in your head. Like you can see them in space and you could see mm -hmm. how something would work yeah. because you've seen enough right. of, of this content to like, oh, I totally see how this, uh, this launch would happen or how this offer should be crafted um, because I've seen hundreds of different offers that look like that. Right. Uh, so it was like the sheer volume of work I was doing at the beginning led me to start seeing patterns and start seeing similarities and differences that were like, what's different be, uh, uh, between like these five people that are having massive, massive success and these 500 people who are not making it at all? Like, what are they doing differently? And what are the similarities between them that differ from those guys? Um, and I started to really um, kind of see everything like, like the guy from a beautiful mind where I'm like writing on the walls and like, <laughs> you know, writing yeah. on the windows. Yeah. Um, so that like being able to do that really helped uh, a lot. Uh, and, and basically I was just doing like giving away free advice in the comment sections of, of different groups. People started linking to me as like, Hey, you should ask Mario. He knows stuff about that. Um, and that kind of led into people saying, Hey, can we hop on a call? Like, I really just want to talk with you about this because I love what you've been providing in the group, but I feel like, you know, I, I'd like to have a deeper conversation with you. And I was like, sure. And I didn't even know that was. And, and then I talked to my, my friend who was my mentor at the time, Alex. And she was like, that's a strategy call. Like you just did a strategy call. I was like, okay. She's like, that's a good way to get a lead. Did, did, did they say they wanted to keep working with you? I was like, yeah, I think so. Um, cause I didn't even know what I was doing, uh, but, uh, I just decided like, Hey, maybe I should offer more of these strategy calls. Cause I, I really like this coaching thing. I like yeah. helping people and I have a background in sales so I can help people with sale selling questions. Cause that's right. seems to be what they're struggling with the most is how the hell do I sell this thing? Exactly. Um, There's a lot of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the thing people struggle with the most. Right. So I started doing free coaching back, I think as early as June. Um, did like a week of free coaching. It was like 
29 calls. It was insanity. Coaching 29 different people on 29 different problems with 29 different offers. I like damn near lost my mind. Um, and then, so I was like, and then I was like, okay, I'm never doing that again. And then like August rolled around or no, it was like mid July. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do that again. See if I can see if I've gotten any better, see if I can help people a little bit more. Cause I got great reviews the last time. Um, and again, people were like, oh my God, this is amazing. Thank you so much. I ended up doing about 20 calls that week. Uh, and then in August, late August was like the first time where I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to sell this. I think I have something I can sell. Like I can sell coaching. And I saw somebody else offering it for like thousands of dollars for 60 days. So I was like, I'm going to come up with a $4,000 offer. And I decided to do one-on-one, two calls a week, two hours each with 10 people. And that's a full-time job. That's 40 hours a week of just coaching calls. Wow. Um, and I did another week of free strategy calls, but this time it was with an offer. Uh, and this time when people asked, how do I work with you further? I was like, well, would you like to know my offer? Cause right. I was getting asked that before, but I was like, I don't know. I don't have an offer. So I don't know. Like, yeah. Just let me know when you want to talk again. We'll talk again. Um, and I ended up signing up seven people during the first two days on at 4k. That's so I was great. like, yeah. in like a span of 24 hours between like the beginning of one day and like the same time the next day, it was about $28,000 had hit my account. Wow. And it was, uh, yeah, it was insane. Cause I didn't know people had that much money on them. I was expecting more people to be like, Oh yeah, I need the payment plan. They're like, okay, where do I send it? I was like, huh? <laughs> I was like PayPal, I guess. I don't really have a funnel for this. Yeah. So I just collected like 28 K in PayPal in oh, a day. Wow. Uh, and that was an exciting experience because dealing with PayPal, I was going to say uh, make that much money. Yeah. That's yeah. They're problem. like, Oh, you can't, you can't withdraw yet. We got to make sure this is legit. <laughs> yeah. So I had to I like send them conversations of people buying from me. Like I had to verify that they actually wanted the, the link to buy. Right. Um, but yeah, it was like the first time I made an offer into coaching and you just like crushed it for, it was a 60 day program. It was very intense. It was a lot of, a lot of one-on-one calls. Um, but I had a bunch of people make their first 10 K in those 60 days. One guy quit his job 45 days in. Cause he was like, I've replaced my income. I'm good to go. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, awesome. But it was just a lot of effort because I was putting in a ton of effort too. I was on the phone with them one-on-one for four hours a week, each individual person. It wasn't even a group program. It was all one-on-one. Oh, man. It was all one-on-one. Okay. So, yeah. So, it was was very intense. But when you work that closely with people, results are pretty much guaranteed. Like, you can't fail. Yeah. You're there. I was there designing with them. I was there building their funnel with them. It was very, very intimate. Yeah. Um, but that was a lot of fun. And then it's just kind of grown since then. Like I've yeah. gone and done since September, uh, since that first offer I've done, basically the hundred K has been between September 1st and today. Wow. So it's not, it hasn't been a whole year. It's been less than a year. And I just love it. Five months. Basically. basically you're showing us what's possible when you actually, you know, follow a system, follow somebody that's done it, but take massive action. And I think it's that, it's that thing. I That's think it's having that focus and that massive action with, with a guide that's gonna, yeah. it's actually going to get you there. Yeah. And I think the seriousness of it, you know, joining that OFA, that was, that's a hundred dollar program, but I didn't pay a hundred dollars for that program. When I first yeah, jumped you, into this, I paid $8,000 right. for that program. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. I went to Miami and I got the $3,000 package and I got a bunch of other things. So I spent 8k where most people spent a hundred and I left my job and most people still had theirs. So the level of, 
seriousness and severity of consequences if I don't make it work were completely different. I was operating on a different frequency than others because I'm 8K in the hole and I have no income. Yeah. Whereas everybody else probably still had their income and had only paid a hundred bucks for it. Right. We, you know? yeah, we, yeah, we talked about this on the last episode. You definitely burned the boats and the, yeah. and the island, you said. Yeah, you, you I burned everything. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I'm going to build an island myself. I'm going to burn yeah. the boats and the island and I'm going to build the, ne- the next island. That's right. And you uh, did it. That's so, it's so inspiring, Mario. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It still baffles me, but I feel yeah. like that's, it's the best advice in the world and the worst, worst advice in the world to burn your boats. Because if you're not somebody who can right. execute under that kind of pressure, yeah, you will crumble. Right. But I think as humans, we're so resilient and we find a way, like we've made it this far right? without, you know, killing ourselves and destroying the world, even though we're kind of doing that now, but like we've made it this far. We're the apex animal on the planet. Yeah. We yeah. run this planet. Yeah. We, we didn't do that by being weak. We did that by being under severe pressure and rising to the challenge, you know? And I think that's what more people need to do. They need to tap into that, that resourcefulness that they have because they don't even know they have it. They, they just feel like the system and the people that, that are that are above them have been taking care of them for so long that they've forgotten how to take care of themselves. You know, they're so dependent on a paycheck, on the government, on their parents, on each other. Right. Um, they need to put themselves in a position where they, they where they have to succeed. Um, yeah. So it's it's good advice, but it's also bad advice. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know what you it's mean. Very motivational. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> for sure, for sure. Uh, awesome. Well, is there anything else you'd like to? to add that I didn't ask you that you'd like to share with us? I mean, not, I mean, like it's, it's, it's all simple. I can give everybody all the strategies and tactics in the world, but if you, if your mindset's not, not there exactly. and your desire to take action is not there, all the strategy and tactics won't save you. Right. I you agree. Know, I, think you, it's, you can, I think it's 80%, if not 90% mindset. Yeah. You can spend thousands of dollars on courses and coaching, but if you don't do the work, it's just a waste of money and time. Like that, that's my biggest thing is uh, the people who have had success that I've been working with, um, just show up and execute next day. Like they don't put add time to their, their decisions, their actions. They just execute as imperfectly as they possibly can. Uh, because like the most recent post I did on Facebook, perfection is the enemy of progress. Right. If you're trying to be perfect the first time you will never progress uh, because progression means less and less failure with each move. Right. It, there's never perfect. It's just less failure. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, you know, um, you know, there are several people that I follow. I know Russell talks about it. Stephen Larson talks about it. Ping June mm-hmm. talks about it. Is show people your journey. And, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to be more real. You're going to attract more people. And you're going to be able to help more people if you actually show them your, where you started from instead yeah. of like the shiny genuine, polished yeah. stuff. Because then they're going to go, I can't do that. You know, right. they're, you're much more believable and you're much more able to relate to somebody and actually get somebody to step into the space if they can see that you have, you know, where you're kind of like your steps. So, right. Yeah. Right. And, and you're right. Sharing the authentic, genuine journey, not the polished journey that, that looks good on a resume. Right. Don't share your resume. Sharing your journey doesn't mean sharing your resume and all the things you've accomplished. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's, it's like, Hey, I stumbled here. I failed there. This stuff frustrated me. I didn't want to do this or that. Like 
I, I share all the time. Whenever somebody, whenever somebody asks me at Funnel Hacking Live, uh, like what I do, I'm like, I'm just a bad marketer. And they ask why. I'm like, because I don't do video sales letters. I don't do funnels. I don't do email campaigns. I don't do chat bots. There's a lot of things I don't do. Like, so how do you get like sales? How have you done anything that you've done this past year? I'm like, I just communicate in, in, in as many ways as I possibly can to the people that I want to serve. And as long as I keep doing that authentically without yeah. some prepared five minute script or some, you know, like polished, you know, uh, testimonials and all these different sales letters and all this stuff. Like as long as I keep uh, communicating authentically my wins and my losses, that will build the trust that they need to work with me. And that's it. That's all I care about is like that trust that I can help them get to where they want to go. And, yeah. and that's, that's honestly why I've been able to build this organically is because like nobody, like people have followed me for the last year. Right. That's it. I There's mean, no like past behind that. It's just me. You're, just, you're real. I mean, I, you know, I can just, I mean, I, obviously I've literally only known you a couple of months before I, right. before I joined you. And it's because I connected with you right away. Cause I could see you're, you're so genuine. It's like, this Thank guy's you. real, man. I think I, I would love to work with him. So that was so nice. Yeah. Thank you. Thank I you. It. I think more of us need to be genuine, our genuine, yeah. authentic selves. I think everybody has greatness and kindness in them. Oh, I do too. I think it's, uh, I think we don't do it because, because of fear. What will people yeah. give me? I, I'm supposed to look polished. I'm supposed to, you know, I'm not supposed to miss, yeah. you know, I'm supposed to share the highlights. You no. Know? Yeah, exactly. And that's yeah. not, you know, I mean, I know I've been there. I've, I've been in the fear spot. So. Oh, it, um, it comes from a background of like, I mean, this is a whole topic on its own, but it's, it's oh, just, yeah. it's just how you were raised, yeah. you know, like my parents were immigrants to this country. I was an immigrant to this country when I was seven and I was the first one to learn English in my family. So they kind of depended on me from an early age. And whenever I wanted to do anything because they were, because they were like, well, we trust you, Mario. Like my parents trusted me. Uh, they kind of just let me pursue the things that I wanted to do. And I got to just be myself because I was also kind of socially challenged when I was a kid. I didn't really make friends. So I didn't really didn't have anybody's opinions to, to care about when I was, right. when I was younger. Like I was, right. I don't have any friends. Nobody likes me anyways. So like, whatever. Oh, I can't even believe that. <laughs> yeah. No, I was seriously, uh, yeah. I was not good at, I changed schools all the time. Yeah. So like, that was like a terrible time in my life when I was younger, but it served me in the future. Cause I'm just me. And like, if you don't like me, whatever, yeah, you exactly. probably didn't like me to begin with. So it doesn't matter. Right. You know, <laughs> right. Very that's cool. basically I it. it. I love it. Well, this has been so much fun. Thank yeah, you. It's so been much. great. It's been awesome. So where can they find you? Uh, they can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash M-P-A-J-A-J. They can join my Facebook group uh, at theunleashed.group, uh, which I didn't say in the last interview sorry about put that. it in the notes anyway <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah um and honestly like that i have a, a course on um on streaming on facebook it's not really a course it's a master class it's pretty short uh there's a free version of it and a paid version and if you want access to that it's lsmastery.com um and that's really going to help those of you guys who want to start publishing and being frequent with getting your message out there uh do it in a more polished way so that you can be an authority and look like an authority, not just be an authority, but look like one that people want to trust and know and like. Um, and that's come from just the last seven, eight months of me refining 
my live streaming, which has been really how I've built my entire audience has been with lives. Like that's how you discovered me. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. So it's, it's, it's crucial to know how to do it right. Uh, well. I, yeah, I agree. I, I think you go check Mario out because his lives are amazing. I mean, seriously, it's cinematography. <laughs> like, Thank you. My, the gear is really inexpensive. My whole setup is like less than 200 bucks. That's awesome. So definitely yeah. go check him out. <laughs> and uh, if you want to take your live streams to the next level. So awesome. Mario, thank you so much. Thank you. And I will link great. Uh, where to find Mario in the show notes. Awesome. Awesome. Thank Thanks you so for much, listening, Steph. guys. Bye, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you've enjoyed the show, please give us a review and I'll send over the authority marketing guide, the why and how you should be positioning yourself as an authority. Again, thanks for joining us. This is Steph Shinneberry with Authority Marketing Edge.